Welcome back to yet another episode of Marketing, Management, and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. And I'm your host, Ryan Owens. So uh, we've been at this for several weeks, really enjoying it. And we had one of our listeners that uh, kind of reached out to us and said, when are you going to do something on customer service? And I sort of shuddered. (laughs) Because the... I don't have any issue with customer service. <laughs> Maybe everyone is like, no, you have issues with customer service. <laughs> you could have stopped at issues. <laughs> Just saying. But I, my take on customer service is not going to be the conventional take on customer service. Everyone is so excited about customer service and they talk about customer service as though It's going to save their business as though it is the magical, uh, you know, holy grail. Yeah. And I have seen so many small businesses with amazing customer service go out of business. Oh, yeah. And, And it bothers me. It bothers me a lot. Because it, there's a right way to do customer service. There's a wrong way to do customer service. And customer service in a business usually has very little to do with whether you're smiling or not. I mean, smiling is great. Yeah. But uh, I know lots of people that smile and go out of business. And I know people that are jerks that are millionaires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I, I think a lot of that, I don't know that I'm going to be as extremist as you are uh, on on this whole topic, but I, I think I'm definitely in the same vein as you where for me, Customer service and the importance of it, how you use it, yada, 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 all those things comes down to whether that's part of your differentiator as a business, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's part of your moneymaker, essentially, right? Yeah. So why don't we start right there? Sure. When do you need customer service? Do you always need customer service? No, you don't. And that is one of the big myths out there is like, you have to have customer service. And I was like... Yeah. You don't. So give me a couple examples of when you don't need customer service. Like Amazon. You get terrible customer service from a place like Amazon. Okay. I agree with you, but I'm still going to play the devil's advocate. Absolutely. Great shipping. Two-day prime. I think it's down to one day in most, uh, most major areas. Sure. Okay. What about all the reviews? What about... You know, uh, but, but a lot of returns. But a lot of that is contingent upon the deals that Amazon has worked out with the uh, the other businesses. Not necessarily that Amazon is great at customer service, right? Because you can still set up as a small business selling on Amazon. You can still set it up to where it's like, hey, you send us back the product, and then we'll determine whether or not we're going to warranty it, or you know, yeah. to what level. Amazon doesn't care if you have a, an issue with Amazon, then they're just like. Not going to hear you at all, especially if you are the small business selling on Amazon. Good luck trying to get a hold of them to resolve any kind of issue. Mm-hmm. They have the worst customer service, especially in that sense. Yeah. And so, I mean, and they're a juggernaut of a freaking corporation, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, case in point right there, you don't necessarily need great customer service. Yeah. So my example that I'm going to share is that there is this uh, th- this business that I've gone to. It was a hardware store. And, you know, 
I went in there, and when I go to a hardware store, uh, so I'm gonna do it my DIYer. Sure. I was trying to say do it myselfer. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do it myselfer. I'm I'm, I'm dimmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I need to back it off. I'm taking two. <laughs> I'm getting in there. I'm feeling spicy tonight. You know, when I leave the door open and you come in, I'm not shocked, right? <laughs> I'll be gentle. Okay, so. Anyway, uh, you know, the DIY, I, I like to take on these projects. But the problem is, is I don't have a ton of experience. I'm better than your average Joe. Oh, but, for sure. you know, I'm not necessarily, uh, you know, like I, I didn't work in construction previously. I don't have any professional experience. And so that just means you don't carry all the bad habits <laughs> <laughs> that those of us who have worked in this space do. <laughs> you actually do things right and you're like, yeah, no, that, that definitely needs to be tied in a little <laughs> yeah. bit tighter. I better put one more nail in that. But So when I go to a hardware store and I'm picking stuff up, to me, customer service is not how friendly you are. It's how knowledgeable you are. Because yes. you can be a jerk to me all you want, but tell me how to do it right. And Absolutely. I, I went to this store where it was a hardware store, and... I had, a, what, what I was doing is I was putting in a new floor in my bathroom. It was a small bathroom. And so when I tore the old floor out and I put in the new flooring, it changed the height of the floor. Well, the, uh, the drain pipe on the toilet now did not line up with the floor. And so I went, I didn't know how to solve this problem, right? And I went and I asked him, like, what do you do? Uh, the, the idiot <laughs> sold me a piece of hardy back uh -huh. and said, cut it with a jigsaw to place around the toilet to level it up. Oh, geez. And then put your toilet on that. And I'm like, uh, okay. Like, it, it felt weird, but yeah, I, I'm, yeah. you know, and, and he's all friendly and everything. And so, so I buy this piece of hardy back, and then I get home, and I'm just like, I I don't think so. So I do a little bit of my own research, and I'm like, oh, all you do is you get a ring that will adjust yeah. to the the variation in, in the floor. And I'm like, oh, right. that's the correct way to do it. And this hardy back, <laughs> had I gone this way, I would have had serious water damage to the point I probably would have had to replace my subfloor in about two years. Yeah. And I'm like... He was friendly the whole time. He was giving me really bad information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going back to that store. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm done with them. <laughs> and they had great customer service. Yeah. That's just. Well, I mean, <sighs> yeah. I There's another retailer also in the, this kind of a space that I'm familiar with that you go in there and, A, you can't ever find anybody to help <laughs> you. And, B, when you do, it's like rolling the dice at the worst casino in the world, <laughs> whether or not you're going to get somebody that A, actually knows where to find what you need, and B, knows anything about it, and C, can point you to anyone else in the store, let alone somebody else that knows something about it. Like, it's a ghost town. It's terrible. Yeah. But, case in point, like, clearly, that's not their moneymaker, mm -hmm. right? That's not how they make their money. And it's interesting because you, by their advertising and some of their other marketing that they do, it's easy to confuse that and think that that's part of their 
you know, what they offer. Sure. That's part of the reason why people are driven there because they get that false sense. And that leads me to another point. Um, this is something you and I have talked about before that companies often do is they provide the sense of customer service without actually providing any kind of customer service, Mm -hmm. which is really, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm conflicted. It's a bad taste in your mouth because when you go somewhere expecting service and you don't get it, you're really put out. Yeah. When you go somewhere and you're just like, ah, you know, like the, the, there are a couple of restaurants that I'll go to that, uh, you know, in fact, I went to one just last week. It doesn't have good service. I knew it wasn't going to have good service, but the food is amazing. Sure. And I'm like, I'll put up with some crappy service because it it's, it's not like painfully crappy. Uh, you know, but the food is amazing. And I go in with the expectation that, well, okay, no big deal. You know, the, the service isn't there, but if I expect there to be service, you know, so my wife, she, she booked a cruise and, uh, the guy that she was going through, he was over the top. Oh, you know, we're going to make sure that we're going to upgrade your room and we're going to, uh, you know, get you just just taken care of. I'm your guy, blah, 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 blah. She was on the phone with this guy for like an hour because he's just talking, 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 talking. <laughs> and we go on this cruise <laughs> and we're in a downgraded room. Like he just stuck us wherever. And, and I'm thinking to myself, brutal. Like, mm, you know, it, it really upset. Now, if he had just been honest and said, look, if you're trying to save a buck, this is the room you're going to be in. And it is what it is. Yeah. Then, then at that point, we can decide if we want to pay for the upgrade. But where he's like, don't you worry. I'm going to take care of you. Right. And he didn't. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I don't want to deal with that guy ever again. Right. <laughs> and in that company, right? Yeah. So in a similar sense, I had an experience with uh, a car that we purchased, right? <laughs> and I, too, like, I, I enjoy mechanicking and working on my own cars especially I found kind of this fascination for the newer cars. I always had this fear of like diving into some of the electronics or some of the more complicated things. Um, But I've kind of gotten over that and I started to dive into some of this other stuff. And um, anyway, so I'm, I'm working through this, this problem on a vehicle that I've purchased and I get to the point where it was like, man, I really need to get a hold of somebody here from the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And so I go on their website and it kind of leads me in a loop. So I, I sign into this portal and you know, it's supposed to allow me access to a bunch of other information that, that other people who don't own these vehicles or, or whatever have access to. And so I get into that and it's like every layer that I got deeper and deeper, it was just another facade. And mm-hmm. it just took me around in a loop. And finally I was like, seriously, I freaking, I can, a normal person can call a customer service hotline and sit on hold for six hours. Like that doesn't make this a better customer service experience just because you give me a portal to sign into, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And so that was a really interesting realization for me 
that again, but but that's not that's not part of their uh, their money maker, right? Right, and that's where I want to. So I want to get into the mechanics here for a second, sure, because everyone always takes uh, customer service as though it's just kind of this, uh, you know, this this you know theoretical or emotional touchy feely uh, yeah and i'm like there there are some legitimate mechanics behind customer service oh yeah for sure and it's not that hard to get the basic idea of what the mechanics are and so the first thing that i want to point out for the listeners is that customer service done correctly is expensive there's no other way around it yep you have to be willing to spend the money to have good customer service. Now, let's break that down for a second just so that we know why we're saying it's expensive. First off, good customer service takes time and you're paying for that time. If you have employees who are on the phone for an extra 15 minutes per customer because they're trying to take care of them, you're paying for that 15 minutes. And you know, if, if you're paying them an hourly rate of 20 bucks an hour, well, guess what? It just costs an extra $5 per customer to make sure that they feel good and they're happy and they're, you know, well, even, even if you scale that back to say you're a solopreneur, right. And you're working with one client and you have another client that's waiting for you. Well, you're trying to wrap up the first client, make sure they have this amazing customer service experience. You're putting off that other client, right. Mm -hmm. And even if that doesn't like turn off the other client, like help make them have a bad experience, even if they're okay with waiting, that still limits the amount of clients you can go through in a day. Yeah. Right. By taking that extra time and being extra careful and considerate and, 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 and you have now throttled your capacity. Exactly. The other thing to keep in mind of why customer service is expensive is the training side of it. Now, whether you're doing formal training or whether you're doing informal training, you have to train customer service. Right. You've got to sit down and go over this is how we answer phones. This is how we greet customers. This is how we reply to emails. And, and, this, and this is why. Yeah. Right? You have to go with customer service. You can't just you know, write it down on a piece of paper because then it's not genuine. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes that facade type of a thing, right? If you want true, real customer service, the people providing that customer service have to do it with the same attitude and mentality and drive and focus all those things that you yourself would. Yeah, absolutely. And it has to be consistent. Yep. Because you got to get it right every single time. Yeah. And so, you know, you're going to increase your expenses. I mean, we could, we could keep going on. Those sure. are the big ones, you yeah. know, but there's, there's also, you know, if you've got a storefront, like the whole experience when they walk in, the cleanliness, mm-hmm. the organization, the decor, yeah. you know. I mean, there there's so many things that these are all expenses. Yeah. They're expenses that your company's going to incur. So if you have a business and you want great customer service, what you did is you just raised your expenses. If you're going to raise your expenses, now what happened on the other side of the equation is you raised your quality or your differentiator. Mm-hmm. It's one of those two. It's either a better experience or a unique experience that you provide for the customer. It can be a little bit of a blend of both. 
but you you've raised the quality or you've raised the uniqueness of the experience. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, you need to be raising the price. Exactly. Your, your products and services need to cost more to offset the added expense and to solidify the improved experience. Because if I provide an amazing customer experience, but I don't have the price to back it up, you know, it puts doubt in the customer's mind of the actual quality that yeah. you're claiming that your business has. Because yeah. it's the old adage, you get what you pay for. And if it seems too good to be true, it actually puts doubt into their mind. And so, you know, when you're doing customer service, if you're not managing this, then you're creating a mixed marketing message. Mm-hmm. And what will happen here is the uh, the whole customer experience that you're trying to create, it starts to conflict rather than flow. Exactly. And I feel like this is maybe an extreme example, but the whole time you're you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, this example of like if you where you had a franchise of like a dollar store or something. And in that dollar store, you had this like section where you offered fine jewelry or whatever, (laughs) right? You can get like your highest quality diamonds here at this counter, you know? And again, I realize this is a mega extreme example, but case case in point, you walk in, you're going to be like, yeah, right. (laughs) Instantly, right? There's that overwhelming feeling of, Bull crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like you were saying, it mixes those marketing messages and they become confusing. Yeah. When I go to the dollar store, I want cheap stuff. Yeah. When I go to a jeweler, I want amazing customer service. I want them to sit down and take the time to show me all of the different styles and fashions and, and, you know, give me that confidence. Yeah. Give me my bottled water while I'm waiting and those kinds of things. And in turn, I'm going to spend several thousand dollars on one tiny little item. You know what I mean? Whereas in a dollar store, I could buy the whole store for that. (laughs) So not quite, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to try <laughs> and, and, and so I'm going to try that one day. At the very beginning, we said, you know, is it appropriate to always have great customer service? If you are competing on the tight margin on yeah. the low price, mm-hmm. then it's not appropriate to have great customer service. Bingo. You want to actually scale back your customer service because that's one, what customers are expecting from a low price leader. And two, you've got to find every angle you can to keep that margin tight. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up because not everybody should have this be part of their, you know, marketing plan. It shouldn't be the, the highlight of their marketing plan so often I talk with, in fact, I just did this today, speaking with an entrepreneur and that was part of his thing. He's like, well, we're going to, we're going to use this, uh, this marketing medium and we're going to go sell to these people and, you know, mark or customer service is definitely part of who we are as a company. And I had to call him on it and be like, Hey, Hey, slow down. Everybody can say that. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily make it 
part of what you should do. And, and oftentimes, yeah, we want that as people, right? But um, you gave the example in another episode where you talked about, you know, sometimes you go in to buy jeans and you're going to spend, you know, 20 bucks on jeans. And those people that, that do that aren't going to spend 180 bucks on jeans. Therefore, you don't need that same experience, right? It's a very different experience. And that's the same thing with customer service. And it's the same thing with uh, the myriad of other small businesses that exist out there. So I'm so glad that you, you brought that up because I really wanted to wrap this up with this concept of getting the customer service to match the customer's wants, needs, and expectations. So I was giving a training and uh, it was actually uh, where I live, you know. And so I, I was giving this training where I live. And one of the people that came to my training, they own the local paint store. Mm-hmm. And um, they didn't know who I was, but I've actually purchased a lot of paint from them. I love their store. They have a wonderful store. Yeah. Um, and they pride themselves on customer service. Well, in the training, I, I asked, I'm like, can I use you as an example? And they're like, yeah, that, that's great. I'm like, I actually shop at your store a lot. And they're like, oh, cool. Glad to hear that. I said, I don't do it for your customer service. I know you think you have amazing customer service. And I, I'm, I'm saying this in front of an audience. You know, yeah. there, there's like 20 people there. And, and I'm saying this in front of the audience. And, and I'm like, you do have good customer service, but it's not what I want. Like the reason I go to your paint store is because you have quality paints and you're extraordinarily knowledgeable. Like mm-hmm. that's what I care about. But one of the practices that they have is that they carry your paints out for you and they carry them out to your car. Interesting. And I, and I just told them, I said, just so you know, I don't like that. Now, my wife does. When she goes to your store, she doesn't like carrying out the heavy paint. I mean, sure. paint's heavy, right? Yeah. When I do it, I feel weak. Because, you know, like I, I'm a do-it-myself kind of guy. Right. And it's actually a little offensive when this guy's like, oh, let me get that for you. I'm you, like, you can't do this. I'm like, let no, me. no, let me get. And, and I know yeah. it's a pride thing. Like, I, oh, I know sure. that I just need to swallow my <laughs> ego. But the truth of the matter is, is that's not what I yeah. want. And if you provide an experience to the customer and the customer is like, cool, didn't want that experience, right? Even though you're trying to do a nice experience, you still miss the mark on customer service. You've got to understand your customer before you can dial in your customer service. Yeah, super, super important. Well, I love this topic. It's definitely, I feel like we approach it in a little bit different way than most people think about it, but it's absolutely something that any entrepreneur, any small business owner needs to understand what role it plays in their business and if they should be putting time and resources into it, right? Yeah. So kind of to wrap up, if 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 you do pride yourself on customer service, take a second look at it. You know what I mean? Uh, look at maybe if you should be throttling back on how much time and money and everything that you spend on it. Maybe if that really is your differentiator or what provides the quality that your business offers, maybe you should be pumping some more money into it. But the key is to really understand what role 
it plays in your business because it's not right for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, doing your customer service right is the only way to do it. Yeah. Just yeah. being friendly is not customer service. Exactly. You know, it can be, Yeah. but just because you're friendly doesn't mean that you're doing customer service. And that, uh, I just, <laughs> I've got so much, yeah. you know. Well, and, and yeah, again, to reiterate, customer service may not be friendly smile. Maybe, you know, like with the paint store, this hardware store, the example that you gave, maybe customer service is uh, knowledge. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, we appreciate you guys listening in. We're going to wrap things up here. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, we are at MMM small B I Z that's at MMM S M A L L B I Z with any questions, comments, any other topics you want us to cover. Hit us up and we'll get back with you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Take care.